Hold on, let me just get it super sad. Okay. <clears throat> I'm Hannah. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard, I'm sweating. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think we actually did a full intro on the last episode because I'm pretty sure I interrupted you and we started talking about something else, which I just Girl, I'm doing now. that's what I love about our show, though. It's just so chaotic and uh-huh. organized. But that's Anna, and I'm Foz, uh, and we are growth groupies uh, learning about the world around us. Yes, or questioning. Que- we're questioning it. That's definitely our tagline um and today we are going to talk about the value of time yes and how i feel my time is not valued there's this one guy who is so so cute and maybe he'll still be my soulmate but i mm. highly doubt it no one starts out like maybe he was cute but then like <laughs> okay not my soulmate sad because he's got a cute face but okay he was super fun. We're talking a bunch. Super great. I was like, mm, I'm actually like excited. This is it's nice to be excited about somebody. Like, this is refreshing. Yeah. And then he was sick. Totally understand that you're sick. I was like, okay, no worries. Like we can do a different time, okay? So then we rescheduled for another time. And then he was like, oh, like the night before, he was like, oh, I actually have a meeting. So we we're gonna meet at like six. And like I like to be in bed by nine, be- or because I have to get up at like five. So. We were going to meet at 6, and then we have, like, a couple hours, like, maybe three hours if we're really chatty. So then he was like, actually, like, I have a meeting, so I have to work until, like, what does he 5.30. Do? Um, an engineer processor? I don't know what that means. But... Okay. I'm just like, <laughs> who has meetings at that time? Yeah, right so now? he, like, has a full day of work, and then he has, like, an additional meeting at 7, like, a business group meeting. Yeah, and I bet he was really sick, too. Like, I, like... <laughs> I and mean, so maybe he was. He was like, but... So then he was like, can we maybe move it up to like 5.30 or like meet after at 8? And I was just like, realistically, okay, so let's say we meet at 5.30. What, we have like an hour? You know what I mean? Like, I just feel discounted right now. And I feel cheap. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, I set aside my night. I could have hung out with my other friends. Yeah. But I set aside my night. And now you're trying to just like squeeze me in quick. And we're only going to hang out for like an hour or so. And I just, like, I mean, I am, like, more straightforward than a lot of people believe in. But, you know, I'm just flying with it and it works for me. And I was like, hey, this is making me feel really cheap. So I can't actually. And to be honest, I'm kind of not interested anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's. Unfortunately, you know, if you're if you're doing online dating and things like that, some of those interactions, like, you can really feel out of person. I mean, yeah. for one, like. Yeah, maybe he was sick, but like, and he probably was like, and I totally get that you your know, job is important. I, I don't know, but like, but don't pick a weeknight then, or like, don't pick. Yeah, I don't know. Or like, did this meeting just come up? Because then you should have said no. Yes. I I'm not available at that time. Or maybe he's just bad at managing his schedule, which is as a person with ADHD. Like, I really understand, and there are tools to help you with that, you know? Yeah. And so, but, like, if he maybe owned it, I mean, he did say sorry. He, he, I mean, he was great. He was like, I'm so sorry, but at the end of the day, he was still discounting my time, you know? Like, if he, maybe he also has ADHD, and he, like, doesn't manage his schedule well, so I, the one exception I would have made if he was like, hey, like, to be honest, managing my schedule is really, really hard for me. Like, I am so sorry I messed this up. Like, this is something I'm working on. I'm growing. But he didn't say that. He, he was I don't just like, think I'm anyone sorry. is saying that before they've met someone. <laughs> no offense. But, like, I don't, be honest. Pause. I don't think anyone's having that deep reflection with, <laughs> with, with a couple pictures that they saw on Hinge. I can't fuck, but you know who I am. No, I know. And, and that's the thing. that That's the <laughs> issue with online dating is that's like, 
you're trying to like figure out if this person's worth investing in. And, I like, know it's so hard, but and and then I think it get people get really calloused from it because mm-hmm. you know you could turn around and be like, well, I'm not going to invest time in these people then either, and then it's yes. like. I don't know. That's at least yes. how. And then you get kind of closed off, and then it's like if you're not nurturing and growing something, then it's not going to happen. So true. No. It is hard. And like, I obviously, all of us, life is very subjective, and we only know our experience. Mm-hmm. And the older I get, the more I realize that I'm just like not quite like everybody else. And Anna's <laughs> not like the other girls. She's different. No, I'm not. Okay, but pause. Like, you say this to me all the time, and you're like, well, nobody is doing that. And then I'm always thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, uh-oh. I'm definitely doing that. <laughs> and, like, every time we record, you're like, nobody's, like, just going talking about those things on a first date. I'm like, oh, right, yep, okay. I'm totally doing that, but now I know not to do that. Like, I feel like, I don't know where this, like... I don't know what it is, but there's just something off. Like, my perception of, like, transparency and, like, honesty is off. No, I mean, I don't think it's bad. I mean, I think you're a very genuine person, and you wear your heart on your sleeve, and it's very, you know, if, <laughs> if you like it, great. If, if you don't, you can leave, and I, you know, I that's yeah. good. I mean, because if you were, like, everyone's cup of tea, <laughs> be bland or whatever. And it's mostly, I just don't know how else exist like yeah no you shouldn't try to fight it like it's not healthy this is just how I've always been and so I don't realize that it's different until people tell me and I forget that other people aren't doing the same thing you know what I mean yeah so Um, learning new things about ourselves every day so he wasn't valuing my time so I was like yes uh, no, and that's that's good. I mean, obviously, like, having... Hey, don't that. put me in a good box. Oh, now that you all just listened to our episode about goodness, don't put me in a good box. No, I mean, if you were true, if you were maintaining the appearance of good, you would have said, no, that's fine. Like, I'd love to meet you before because I agreed to a date and I'm good. No, I think it is... Um, what's the right word I want to say then? Like, it's, it's like respecting It's very empowering, empowering that you are respecting yourself enough to say, you know, my time is valuable. I had this night set aside. And you know what? Even if you just hung out at home and like watch TV or read or I whatever, did. I got Domino's pizza. That's very valuable. I a movie like, and it was just so good. I went to work the next day and I was just like, oh, I had my music in and I was just like bopping in the hallway yeah. and I was just in such a good mood. And I was like, wow, okay. I just like being a single is so amazing. I mean, yeah, you have a lot of time. Got Sorry, time. I'm trying, I'm trying to energy. redirect this back to the. <laughs> but yeah i mean being single is awesome it is there's a lot of time for mm-hmm. uh like uh, self-development and growth mm-hmm. and pursuing hobbies and kind of learning about what you mm-hmm. want and what you like um and that all comes crashing down when you're uh no that, that's it a joke sounds like it though that's a joke i don't look at people who are married with children and that's i'm like oh my gosh like your time isn't valued like your kids don't value your time they just expect it you know what i mean yeah like, but i mean as a parent so as a parent your priorities should they should shift to being your children i mean obviously you yes. still need to take time for yourself and stuff yeah. but you know you want a parent who's like very excited to be yes. a parent yes. i mean 
and I think I've already talked about this on this podcast, but it's kind of like when my mom would always say, like, I don't understand these people who take their kids on vacation and then just send them to, like, the kids' club where yeah. they're being, like, babysat, basically. You know, like, mm-hmm. like we're here to spend time with you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Should we get... Should we... We circle back to time. Or like yeah, just totally. I feel like we're still talking about time. Okay, yeah. He wasn't valuing my time, so I cut him. Yeah. I feel like women. I feel like women. I can keep going, babe, but you want to turn off the video? Oh, sure. <laughs> Ten <laughs> minutes of video. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like. Okay, I'm not doing the millennial pause. Is that when I'm editing? And I shouldn't it's like have said anything about the millennial pause. It's hard to break it. Like it's like the editing sounds a lot better if there's not like. This, like, if it's a clean cut, it sounds like there was never, ever a cut. But if it's, like, this mushy cut, then obviously you know it was, like, cut. You know what I mean? So that's why I do the millennial yeah, pause. Yeah, no, I shouldn't have said anything about the millennial pause <laughs> because I don't really even, like, care. I just mean there's all these people coming, like, millennial pause. Millennial pause. <laughs> like, who cares? <laughs> okay, so. Women's time is discounted all the time. And not valued. Like, all of this invisible work that women do in the house. Mm-hmm. And I just realized that I want to set a different precedent for myself moving forward. And, like, even though this guy, I was really excited about him. I was like, I feel cheap. And I'm just not going to tolerate myself being discounted anymore. And even though it's probably, like, a genuine, just, like, bad timing, that's okay. Like, I'm just having higher standards for myself. And I'm only going to let people in who also really value my time. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's important to set those boundaries. And I mean, it's, I don't say it's only going to get worse as we get older, but, you know, something that I'm, I feel like I'm continually working on is being intentional about my time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like when I block things out, mm-hmm. you know, I'm more likely to get things done rather than, you know, I hate those days where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to study today. And so, like, <laughs> the whole first, like, five hours in the morning, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to study, I'm going to study, I'm mm-hmm. going to study. But then I like can't fully relax. Yeah. Rather if I'm just like, you know what, I'm I'm mm-hmm. going to relax now. And then I'm, from noon to three, I'm mm-hmm. going to study. Yeah. And then I don't have to feel guilty. But it's yes. like sectioning things off. For sure. And I feel like I have to start valuing my time. Like I waste like an hour just scrolling on Instagram. And it's not like it feels that good. I'm just just like stalling and procrastinating yeah. and avoiding and like I would so much rather do something that I love to do for that hour like I could have watched a movie I could have went to the gym I could have just like I don't know taken a bath like not I'm not saying that I need to be productive but I could have done something I enjoy doing instead of just like ha- like wasting that hours so I think a lot of it mm-hmm. starts with like me valuing my time and then only allowing people in my life who also value my time. Yeah. And I feel like, at least this is for me, sometimes I work things up in my head so much. Mm. Like, an example would be like, oh, I have to get groceries and, like, gas today. And then I'll be like, oh, it's going to take so long. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have to, like, put my coat on and walk to the car. Like, all this stuff. Yes. But then it's like, you actually, like, do it. And it's like, oh, it's like 45 minutes. Like, girl, it's not that bad. So, as a person with ADHD, I have time blindness. Oh, yeah. And that is, like, girl, you, that is, like, yes. That is, like, my entire existence. Like, I will time all of my tasks because I genuinely can't anticipate how long they take. And so, it's, like, folding my laundry is usually, like, 10 to 15 minutes. But I genuinely thought it was, like, an hour, like, long Yeah, task. oh, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I feel like, especially some of it, like, with the pandemic, yeah. like, 
growing like out used to just be such like a like I don't know this is probably just me but I would be like suffocated by like you know I'm wearing a mask Mm -hmm. and like people are in my space and like I work at a hospital so like I don't want anyone to recognize that I'm out and like I need to get groceries I feel like before COVID, I have always had an issue leaving my house because I have intense anxiety. And I think a lot of people don't really realize that I have anxiety because I am very like, woohoo! But because I like, I think my ADHD makes me very like energetic and explosive and impulsive and kind of like just like silly and goofy. And like I love that about myself. Like I'm very playful. And so I think it kind of like overshadows my like anxiety so people don't really realize how anxious I am but I like genuinely leave me every time I have to leave my house it is like so hard for me yeah and so I think a lot of times like having to go to the grocery store or go get gas it's like getting over that like that yes like initial energy requirement that it takes me to leave my house oh no I get it well the thing is I'll do like the same thing where I'll be like I'm not going to do, like, anything for, like, four days. But then, on this one day, I'm going to clean the house, do all the laundry, you know, go yes. get groceries, put everything away, meal prep all the... Like, it's... And then, yes. then that day just, like, takes it out of me, and I'm like, yes. never want to do this again. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, anyway, so... I know. So, Fonz, do you feel like your time is valued? Like, at work, with friends, with family, <gasps> do you feel like you value your time? I mean... Yes, I I value my time, but sometimes I feel like I'm almost I've almost gotten like too selfish with it. Mm-hmm. Where is is that such a thing? I don't know. I mean, I just feel like for most of my life it was like go 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 go, mm-hmm. and then you know after finishing residency I had a little bit more time, and now I feel like I can't make myself do anything I don't want to do. Same. Like I don't <laughs> know I, I don't know what it is, but like, like I'm I used proud to... of myself for that though. serving me it's not happening i know but like i feel like i'm protecting my peace too much that's not an original thought like i obviously like took that from tiktok or whatever but it's like wait protecting your peace too much like where it's like i could challenge myself but like i could challenge myself and like Mm. like i think there's wait i need a clarification (laughs) is it like protecting your peace or is it your anxiety i think those are two separate things okay well just so everyone knows i'm going to the doctor soon (laughs) (laughs) explosion (laughs) So, who knows what's going to happen. It's going to be like when Andy goes to the doctor and he's like, this is what's, like, I haven't been in years. Uh, like, there's some things brewing. <laughs> Don't officially have anxiety diagnosed yet. <laughs> like, there might be some underlying They're going to be like, why do you wait so long to see care? I'm going to refer you back to the anxiety. protecting your peace because those are different things well I don't I can't differentiate them because I but my issue is I'll be like I'll be like oh like I don't have any friends like mm-hmm. you know like I don't have like a friend group whatever which is like Same fine as you age so bad like, it, it kind of like but, I've never really had one I but it's not like one. I'm out here inviting people to do things or even going when I get the <laughs> invite I mean I you know I will but like you know no, I, I hear you. Okay, I think I actually have been making, like, hardcore efforts. I've been inviting people to do things, and I always, like, do everything I can to, like, get there if I am invited. And so even if you were putting in the effort, Foz, it's still really hard because in Minnesota, did we say where we live? 
Yeah, we've said Minnesota. In the Midwest. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure once we say Minnesota in a metro area, people <laughs> really narrows it down there, but um, yeah. Um, anyways, like in Minnesota, it is really hard to establish friend groups past the point of being like in your mother's womb. And I'm exaggerating. Whoa. But people. First of all, I wasn't even born in this state, so I've already made like some you're screwed. <laughs> because I've seriously seen like my friends and just like people I know. Not so much like my friends, but I'd say like like coworkers and family members yeah. and just like people I know. Like they're pregnant and I and I hear them be like, Oh my god, like you're like our baby should be friends. Like they'll say that to like oh. another pregnant person and like genuinely like planning out this like baby's like friend group while they're still pregnant. And I feel like yes, I'm like being like a little like sarcastic here, but like I'm not. Like that is okay, hold on. Serious thing, I hear people be like, oh, our babies, like, they can hang out all the time together when they're still in the womb. So yeah. my sarcastic thing is that your friend group is, like, established before you're born. Like, that, I'm being a little sarcastic. But I, people actually say those things. Well, and so now, as a 26-year-old, it's like, I'm screwed because everybody who, like, most people already have this huge friend group and they just don't have room for another person or the time and energy to, like, join another friend group. I mean, so, to start... People that still have, like, it's hard to have a cohesive friend group when you're not in, like, high school because people have real lives where they're interacting. Like, yeah, I might not have, like, one cohesive group like I did in college when we were all in the same classes. I never even had that because I left college. Yeah. And, like, when I was in high school, like, my, my family was just very, like, why, like, you need to spend time with the family. Like, why would you go out with your friends right now? So then I never really, so then all my friendships died because yeah. I was never hanging out with anybody. And people would be like, Anna, where are you? I'm like, oh, my parents, like, don't want me to leave tonight. Yeah. Well, they're, they don't want you to leave ever. Like, so then it's like I never had friends in high school. Then I never, like, I lost my chance in college because I left. So I just think like, I've never had it. So what is it like? <laughs> I'm, I'm obviously <laughs> a huge extrovert, so I... <laughs> bring people together to go out um people in my real life who are listening to this are like oh yeah real self-aware that one um no I mean I think there's a certain um amount of of comfort with it Mm -hmm. um because you know the the plans are kind of like assumed um because it's like oh what are we doing this week So so for some context um you know the most recent friend group that I've you know, mm-hmm. are my friends from, from pharmacy school. And mm-hmm. we actually, we, most of us lived on the same floor freshman mm-hmm. year. So we already lived literally on the same yeah. floor. That's my, my boyfriend lived on that mm-hmm. floor too. And then we went through the same pharmacy program together. So mm-hmm. we had a lot of the same interests, a lot of the same like commonalities mm-hmm. to talk about. And then we were all in a pharmacy fraternity. Mm-hmm. So it was really kind of built around us. And it was kind of like, you, mm-hmm. not that anyone wanted to escape, but you probably couldn't if yeah. you wanted to because yeah, like, it was built in, which was really nice. And then eventually, you know, the guys lived in one house and then we lived in a house across the street from them. Mm-hmm. So it was very like communal living. And, and that's something with, college too is you're around people your yeah. own age so what i'm saying is that's not always you you're saying my pos- my opportunity has passed no 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 but what i'm saying so long friend group that i'll never have but desperately want and will always be insecure about not having no, no. And i'm gonna pass i'm gonna project these onto my future children yes yep mm-hmm. but <laughs> what i'm saying is that model works maybe in college but mm-hmm. it's not really always going to be that way like yeah. in our regular adult lives and, and that's not a bad thing I mean, you get to, like, meet other people. You get to do other things. Um, That's true. You know, people... 
I feel like a certain amount of people like kind of turn inward to like their own as they're building their own family. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you can't just like every night of the week. Well, that's why I think I'm on this deadline. I'm like, okay, like I'm 26. I have like three years before everybody has a f- makes their own family. So I have three years to get a friend group, live it up, love it before everybody no, just no, 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 no. has a family and doesn't hang out. Do you know, like, <laughs> first of all, you can have a friend group at any age in your no, life. No, you actually can't, Foz. I've been trying actively. Yeah, my... It's, it's not happening. Okay. And I'm trying hard. It's... Okay. couple things. One, gonna be okay. <laughs> gonna be okay. I've had many periods of my life where I haven't had a quote-unquote friend group, mm. and, and I've been just fine investing in personal hobbies. Yes, obviously I'm like and fine. All that stuff. But I want it. But here's the thing. Like, I look at my mom, who is, like, one of the most outgoing people I know. Like, one Mm -hmm. of her strengths, finder strengths is woo. She's Mm -hmm. very social. It's a gift that I, frankly, don't have quite (laughs) the same extent. Is your dad more quiet? Yeah. Yeah, that that guy's got (laughs) a couple close friends and is not leaving the house. Like, so that's, you know. But I've seen her friend groups grow and change Mm -hmm. in her adult life. There are people that she's closest with now that she wasn't friends with and didn't know when I was growing up and that she met later in life that she considers her closer friends now. I guess it gets back to this like really major insecurity for me that's going to be like a constant theme in my life or like it's like usually a constant theme in like anything I say or talk about but it's like I have had very temporary people in my life Mm -hmm. and so I have this natural craving to have somebody or just like a group of people who I know are going to be in my life Mm -hmm. for the foreseeable future like we're going to know each other for like like 30 years and we're going to continue to know each like I just want like people who are just like constant and like not so temporary and transitional yeah no I I can see that Mm -hmm. and having been in some of those friend groups they're not always like lifers type of things that's true I mean some of them maybe are just built around people that you go out and drink with in your 20s. Yeah, it's a convenience. Some of them, you were all in the same fourth grade class. Like, <laughs> you know. No, that's a good point. And I'm not saying that you should treat people like they're temporary because that's probably not healthy. Um, but change is but the only constant. I have, I mean, like, you know, growing up I had a lot of friends, like, move mm-hmm. and stuff. And it, it basically my perception was, like, Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have the same best friend from kindergarten to, like, my deathbed. That's like, my dream. I want that. That's great. But, uh, so another example, think of, like, my mom and her best friend. They, you know, yeah. met in grade school, grew mm-hmm. up together, went to college together. Yeah. They had periods of distance in their adult life. You know, they lived in different states. They were raising kids. And then they kind of reconnected mm-hmm. 20 years later or so. I and they would still talk. I think what's hard for me is that I think... Not everybody, but a lot of people around me have this constant group of people, which is their immediate family. Mm, yeah. And I don't have that. Yeah. And so I think that's where I feel like it's something I really want that I see other people having and I want it. Yeah. But I don't have it. And nobody around me is really interested in being that with me because they already have it with already like I think for most people it's like your immediate family those are the only people who are always constant mm-hmm. and like you were saying there are many factors for which why it doesn't really work out in terms of friendships or like in other relationships it's just like 
other people aren't as constant, like they're the only constant, like your immediate family. Mm-hmm. And I guess it makes me sad because I, I don't have that, and I think that's why I like such a craving for yeah. that. 